0: Being fearless doesn't mean you have no fears. It means you're strong enough to face them. And when you are in a pursuit to transform your mind and body to achieve something you have not reached before, there is fear. But facing those fears and getting out of your comfort zone brings on a whole new level of confidence. So welcome to the Fearless with Heather Martin podcast. I'm your host, Heather, and let's dive in hello welcome back to the fearless podcast with heather martin i am so excited so stoked for today i have like so much energy and so i was like you know what this is well i have so much energy because i just got done working out and your workouts should give you more energy um so like sometimes when i'm finding myself just like a little bit lower on energy i'm like uh like a little bit in a slump i'll like go out in the garage, bust out like maybe a 10 minute workout, 20 minute workout. It doesn't have to be crazy. I think people think, oh my gosh, I have to like go to the gym and like work out for like an hour all this time, like hour and a half. And then it's going to take so much time out of my day. It's like, yeah, you can do that. But like you can also just get some, you know, if it's easier for you, get some dumbbells, like get some heavy dumbbells and, you know, do a little bit of a, a hit workout or something like that. You can always modify as well. So sometimes when I don't have I do have a structured program, but there are some days where it just might not fit into what I wanted and for me it's more about the consistency. So I just make sure, hey, I might not be able to do a full hour. Um I'm going to still get in 20 minutes and move my body. So that's the part of it of like making it a habit, making a discipline. I just truly love uh I mean, I, I fell in love with the journey, so I think that's a, a big part of it, right? When you want, like, lifelong lasting results, like, you kind of got to fall in love with the process a little bit. It's not going to be perfect every single day, and trust me, I've had those workouts too where I'm like, ugh, I just, like, don't freaking want to be here, but I still, you know, still get it done sometimes. Um, but anyways, I just, got, I just got done working out, and I'm just so happy <laughs> because... Uh, like this seems crazy, and I would have been like, Why are you so happy about this? But if anyone has gone through a huge major injury and especially an Achilles rupture today, after whatever, I don't know, like, gosh, the time frame is just like it feels like a lifetime right now. But I had surgery in October, it is July right now, and I was just able to do like 10 single leg uh, calf raises, which is with like out any pain, like that is massive in in the Achilles rupture world. Um, so I'm just like stoked on life that I could do that again. And I ended up doing like, um, my old workouts a little bit that had some like box jumps in it, a little bit more like functional fitness, um, at the end of the workout. And it just felt so damn good. And I was like, this is why I busted my ass off like all those months going to the gym. So I felt strong and I could get back here and it was not easy going to the gym on crutches for like four months on end. But, uh, I was just talking to a woman to, or, uh, in my Instagram messages about, you know, she just ruptured her Achilles and I was like, okay, you know, it's going to be a mental battle. She was a really active person as well. And she's like four weeks in. Right. And I'm like, That's like the toughest part is when you're just kind of like waiting around um, before you can really start like PT and everything. But I gave her some helpful tips on, you know, just the mindset that you have to have. And when you are someone who is like very active and that's kind of a part of your identity. Right. And then that all gets taken away and it's like, okay, well, what can we do? We don't have to stop. That's like not the all or nothing thinking, but like what, you know, modifications. And I was like, you know, I just changed my mindset and be like, all right, it's time to build that back (laughs) (laughs) um, to help get me, get me through it. So if anyone has ever ruptured their Achilles or you're going through it, like, please, 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 like, do not hesitate to message me. Um, I got you. Okay. And also to, so today we're going to talk about pre and post workout nutrition. And so we'll go, we'll dive into like, you know, what's happening when you're working out also just like different meal timings, how big, small, like your meals should be just depending on like the time of the meal you're having, what kind of foods I like to have like pre and post workout as well. So let's go ahead and just kind of dive into Today's episode. So just know that during a workout, our muscles are breaking down. Like I used to think like, Ooh, I'm building them up in the gym. (laughs) And it's actually like the opposite. You're actually like breaking your muscles down and you're using like, we're using a ton of energy. And so the goal of your pre-workout is to decrease our protein breakdown while increasing our rate of protein synthesis. So basically if you're lifting heavy enough, you know, Like you're creating little micro tears and then our nutrition is really going to play a role of like how we repair those muscles too. So protein is the main component of the muscles, your, you know, your bones, your organs, your skin and your nails. So I'll kind of give you the definition of protein synthesis here. So it is the process by which cells build protein molecules using DNA, RNA and enzymes. Practically speaking, it's basically a process of... You know, during which your body like uses the amino acids found in protein to build new muscle. And protein is made up of amino acids, which are the building blocks for all of our muscles. So if we do not have the amino acids in our bloodstream, it will increase our rate of muscle breakdown. So we're really in that workout, like trying to, yes, you are going to have like decrease and you are going to have muscle breakdown. We're just trying to make sure that it's not too much, right? Um, And so that's why we really focus on like our pre and post workout nutrition. So we'll kind of just start here with like pre workout. So pre and post workout does not need to be, it doesn't need to be super complicated also, but the main priorities should be carbs and protein. So carbs are the most important. And if you're like, healthy carbohydrates turn into glucose which is blood sugar and your body uses the glucose which is stored in the muscles and liver to fuel your workouts for energy. And then protein, this is also important obviously, so it helps us decrease the muscle breakdown. And then fat, we can still have in there. It's just the least important, but it does help maintain like optimal hormone levels and provide like slow burning fuel if you're doing longer training sessions. And this was just like completely opposite to me too, because I was the, before I was like, when I was just thinking about doing cardio and, you know, I was focusing on my watch, like how much was I burning my calories? Like I think of now workout is completely different. Like I don't even, I don't even know what, how many calories I burn, um, in my workout. That's not what I'm focused on. I'm focused on how like my intensity and how am I building muscle in my workouts so. Like, when I used to work out, I'd be like, I'm not going to eat before or after. Like, I just burned all these calories. And now I'm like, give me food. Like, give me fuel. Um, Because we need that to build muscle. Um, So depending on your duration of your workout time, when you're thinking of carbs, I want you... so let's, we'll, we'll kind of go down into like what the glycemic index is first. But um, basically the glycemic index is the measurement that ranks food from like one to 100. And according to just like how much they affect a person's blood sugar, essentially. So when you're doing like more high intensity workouts, like maybe it's just like a quick session, like it's like a 20 minute, like hit or something, Um, or even like less than an hour, like you can use like higher glycemic carbs. So Think of, you know, white rice, potatoes, bananas, mangoes, you know, pineapple, watermelon. Um, Those are like fast digesting. If you are going to do like a longer endurance workout, then you want to, your carb source should be on slower digesting carbs. So things that you can put in there are, um, because we want to have, you know, fuel for longer, right? So brown rice, sweet potatoes, quinoa. Uh, Steel cut oats is a really good choice. You can have like beans and legumes, like non-starchy vegetables, um, for those workouts that are really going to be like longer than an hour. So you can kind of choose your carbs based on the time, like how how long your workout's going to be. So your meal size is going to determine what time you are working out. So approximately like two or three hours before a strength training like session, like just have a normal balanced meal, right? Just have like carbs proteins some fats in there just have your normal meal um if you and that that's going to be okay like say it's 30 minutes or like even maybe an hour and again this is like very dependent on a person like there's not like a one size fits all but how someone's like digestive system is how they how they respond to things but like usually most people i would say like 30 minutes to an hour like I wouldn't have a big heavy like meal but I would have like a snack or something that's easy to digest with like carbs and protein and then this is kind of the debate on fasted there's like so much research and information out there I this is just me personally um, don't shoot the messenger but like I think fasted some people can do really well on a fasted stomach and who like take longer to digest their food or maybe they have acid reflux but again, this is all going to be dependent on the person and just like know that protein rates will spike up. So it's really important to get in your post-workout meal for recovery. So if you're someone who likes to work out fasted, like really, really make sure like your post-workout meal is like right after. Um, kind of looking, I'll kind of go into the pros and cons of fasted versus not fasted. But again, I want to just say this is ultimately the decision of the workout is going to depend on like personal preference and just how does your body respond on it. So some benefits of it is it is fat burning. So exercise in a fasted state may enhance fat burning. Um, This is when your body's glycogen stores are depleted and it can be turn the stored fat into energy during the workout. Also, if someone has like insulin sensitivity, so fasted workouts can improve their insulin sensitivity, which may be beneficial for ins- for individuals who can have insulin resistance or have uh, maybe diabetes. And the other thing is just, it's convenient, right? So some people just find it more convenient to exercise really early in the morning. Like if you're a 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. or like they don't wanna eat a big breakfast before and they just want to get out the door like maybe you could have a you know a a slight shake but some people do well on fasted i've kind of done both it just depends also on the workout i'm doing so if i'm doing more of like a hit style like i don't really mind fasted if i'm going for like a long training session on legs like i'm not going to go in there fasted like i'm gonna it'll just like deplete all my energy so the drawbacks of this is your energy levels. So you, you might notice that like you just don't have enough energy to support yourself in your workout and that's where it's like I would ra- I'd rather eat and like make sure that I'm performing my best th- during that workout. Also like if your goal is to build muscle, being in a fasted state is probably not the best thing for you. So in the absence of like ready ready available glucose, your body may break down muscle protein for energy. Which can contribute to muscle loss over time. So, people who are like in building phases or like that's their main focus is to be like putting on muscle mass, like they don't want to go in and in a fasted state. They want to eat beforehand. Also, just your performance. So, it just is this is individual. Like, how does someone perform? Um, do they do better fasted or do they do better when they are working out? So, for me personally, I say just, how do you feel test things out? I mean, just like with everything, like getting really in tune with your body, like what food, how do foods make you feel? Um, same thing with like fasted. So some things. So that's kind of pre-workout. So let's just kind of go into post-workout now. So once you finish a training session, the rate of protein breakdown increases and unless you do something about it. So it will be higher than your rate of protein synthesis. And you can actually lose muscle tissue after you work out. And you're like, wait, I just like spent all this time like busting my ass working out. And so this is why your nutrition really has to align with what your goal is. If your goal is to be like a lean tone physique, you know, you really need to focus on your nutrition because you're not going to be able to build any muscle with the proper like nutrition just because you're working out again, that's not going to like it. Yes, that's obviously a positive. We want everyone to be working out. But like, you know, if, if you really want to get the maximum benefits, then focus on your nutrition with that. So Let's so again, when you're working out, your muscles use up the glycogen stores for fuel, and this results in your muscles being like partially depleted of glycogen. And so, some of the protein in your muscle will also break down and get damaged. So, after your workout, your body tries to rebuild its glycogen stores and repair and regrow these muscle proteins. So, this is why we want to focus on my pre my post workout nutrition to help support that. So, after a workout. Um, it's the same thing. Like we don't need to really overcomplicate stuff. So, you know, again, it's going to be protein and carbs. So protein, consuming an adequate amount of protein after a workout gives your body the amino acids it needs to repair and rebuild these proteins. Like it also is going to give you help the building blocks. So to to build new muscle tissues. So think of your your training session as like I'm just creating these like micro tears um and now i need to focus on my protein and carbs to help replace that so they can repair and grow and then carbs so that's your body's glycogen stores are used for fuel during your exercise our body loves carbs <laughs> like um that's its main source of energy so you know consuming carbs after your workout is really going to help replenish them so i you can focus on like fast digesting protein um that being you know 20 to 40 grams of protein and 30 to 50 grams of carbs uh, after a few hours of your completed workout. So this is just going to quickly deliver the amino acid loosen to your muscles, which will help stimulate the protein synthesis. So we need that to build and recover as well. So I'm going to give you a couple examples here of things you can make for a post-workout. Now, again, you it doesn't need to be like immediately, immediately, like right after. It, it does if you went in fasted, but if you had um, like a snack or a meal, like a you know just a little, maybe an hour or so before your workout, you have like about they say like an hour or two after to really help uh, repair those. So we d- don't stress if like you're not slamming a protein drink or something like right after your workout uh just make sure that you really do try to get something in your system maybe you're driving home from the gym um, and then you know go home and make something like an hour after um but if you are going in fasted like i would have something maybe in the car ready to go uh for you for right afterwards you're probably going to be also just really hungry (laughs) at that point um but some examples so you can make an egg omelet with some avocado toast Um, salmon and sweet potatoes, uh, tuna salad on whole grains, you can have just like some tuna and crackers. And like, I'll like to have like a whole, uh, just get some whole grain toast, maybe some like almond butter and some or like cereal and skim milk, Greek yogurt, berries, granola is a good one, Um, a protein shake with a banana or a piece of fruit. Uh, You could also do a quinoa bowl with like berries and pecans as well. And obviously you're just traditional like post-workout shake too. Um, so that's kind of everything. I just want to do a short little podcast for today. Um, but to sum up everything that we talked about, so carbs and protein is going to be the most important for your pre and post-workout nutrition. Um, if you're doing, again, longer training sessions, then you want to make sure you have like some fats in there as well too. Um, and then... How much you eat is going to depend on how long, like, after you work out, like, a bigger meal a few hours before, maybe a snack, 30 minutes to an hour, and then something super light if you're going to go in, like, maybe a pre-workout shake if it's, like, you know, you're having a pre-workout and then and then heading to the gym. Uh, just, and again, everything is very, in my opinion, individual and, like, how your body feels when you're working out. So both to... But again, focus on getting in both protein and carbs as quickly as possible. If you went in fasted, um, and then if you know you have like an hour, kind of hour, two hours, like max, they say, in in order to replenish your glycogen stores. And really help with the protein synthesis. So it's not just constantly like breaking down and decreasing uh, so that we can repair those muscles that we that we're working so hard in the gym for. Right. So, I mean, once I really like realize like, oh, my gosh, how much my protein really or my not protein, my nutrition really affects my workouts that was like a game changer for me and because I wanted to make sure like I am busting my ass in the gym. Like I want to make sure that what I'm doing in the gym is going to be, give me the most benefit and your nutrition is like, in my opinion, 80% of the equation. So, all right. I hope you enjoyed today's um, podcast on the pre and post workout nutrition. If you found this helpful or valuable, please do not hesitate to share it on, you know, your social media platforms. I like to take little like screenshots, tag me. I would love to, you know, reshare those on my Instagram page, heathermartin.underscore. Um, you can also find me over on Facebook as well. And I guess on threads, on the new threads. Uh, I'm a threads girl now. So I, I think my threads name is the same as my Instagram name still totally learning that app, but I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. And I will chat with you next week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and found it valuable. If you feel inclined, please share this episode with someone you know that will benefit. Additionally, I would love to have you in my free Facebook group. If you are someone who is looking to reboot your metabolism, shed some unwanted body fat, build muscle, or have a healthier relationship with food, there is so much free value in there. You will greatly benefit from it. Head to the link in the show notes to get more information.